With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Allspan Faces podcast is now sponsored by Tire Spot, the Northeast's leading tire supplier with branches across the region. Tire Spot don't just do tires. They cover everything from servicing to wheel alignment. They can handle every aspect of your car's maintenance. For more information, visit tirespot.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. to the Always Man of Faces podcast on the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. It is myself, Chris, your host tonight, alongside Decker and Mark. Bestie is feeling a little bit under the weather, so Bestie isn't with us. I think he's just grabbing that last couple of rays of sunshine like you two were trying to do, Mark. 100% he's just jacked it off. He's seen the weather. He's what? Thought better of it. <laughs> jacked it off. I knew, I knew that's what he was doing. You know, he was. He was <laughs> he's sitting outside in the sunshine with a cold one. How's your bank holiday been so far? I know we're coming to an end of the bank all day, but good weekend. It has, but weather's been glorious, hasn't Rush, it? Hasn't it? So, hey, you kind of complain at that. I think the rest of the world is flooding, but we're all right at the minute. Yeah, yeah, for once. A lot of rain in the med. <laughs> oh, okay. A lot of rain in the med. Hey, how's yours been, Decker? Um, I read, I, I read. Well, the weekend, I was just, my, my daughter was in Alice in Wonderland, and I, I went and seen all three shows of that. So, the entire weekend, we're seeing that show. If you had a choice now, we go see that show again, or go see Back to the Future again. Oh. Which one would you see? Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm wanting to take the bin again, actually, to see. So, yeah, yeah. I will go again. I'll what go. was that character? Oh, she was just on the ensemble. But what well, cousin was she was Alice, and she was absolutely amazing. So, really well done. Well done, Evelyn. You don't watch, but you were brilliant. <laughs> um, Thanks, Evelyn. I, I want to <laughs> open this out to all the watchers and listeners this evening. Um, this show, we're going to go with what you want to do. Obviously, we'll we'll fill in throughout but if you've got any questions we'll just go through them as they come in because this is the end of the season we're all going to be recording the that. end of the season awards as well 
I'll tell you now, boys, it might not be happening on Wednesday because I've done no prep whatsoever. <laughs> I Good. was thinking that. So you Good. might have the night off on Wednesday. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, but it oh, will I'm be coming. The following week, though, so. Let's we'll, do it next week. We'll sort it in the next three weeks or something. All right. Okay. okay. Well, that's too it. good this week to do it, man. I know. I know. Um, but uh, let's just dump, 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 dump. jump straight in with the match at the weekend. Mark, uh, a handful of changes from Eddie Howe. Changes which we're probably expecting. I think there was still a couple of surprises in there, like. Okay. Um, Target coming in was a bit of a surprise. I know people have been... Oh, really? I never thought you would say that one. Yeah, like, well, I, I guess you just expect to see Byrne and go in there. And I know, like, there's a few games where people have said, oh, let, let's let's get Target back in. And obviously he came in, because like, I don't think anything had been said about Byrne having any niggles or anything like that. Um, I know he has played a lot of football, um, so it probably is nice to give him a rest. Um, midfield was where we were probably expecting the changes to yeah. happen anyway with with both the Joes out. So, But even up from, from that, he went a bit uh, raw because Longstaff was missing again, um, which again, with him playing the last couple of games, you thought he would just be back in there, but it was done. So what's, what's the point of, of risking anybody if they are you know, feeling feeling anything at all. So, yeah, uh, obviously we knew Pope wasn't going to be starting because of, of the the surgery which he's had on a dislocated finger. Apparently, he's dislocated his yeah. finger about five six times this season in games. Yeah, I mean, again, you just don't know, do you? Do you it's because he doesn't get many shots at them. To be yeah, fair, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, but it's it. Uh, honestly, never, never. You know, when he was a. Uh, it was like the next day, wasn't it? After the Leicester game, he was like seen straight off, straight yeah. off, done, you know, hand chopped off, and uh, aye. So then he was kicking about Anna Gardens. Mm-hmm. Aye, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, so uh, apparently, that there's a there's a comment in here from Stephen Patterson that says Burn has been playing with a dislocated shoulder, according to Colton. Hence the strapping which he constantly has on his arm. Never knew that, but it's a dislocated, yeah. dislocated shoulder. Well, it's he's quite he's prone to it, so he's okay. he's had that strapping so on, on like all all, all season. Where if he gets like a you know a heavy heavy block on it, it goes over on it, it can pop out, which is why he's always got that that strapping on. I think even from when he was at Brighton, because um, we've we've seen it a few times. Like remember when they can take his shirt off and stuff like that, swoon swoon. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's let's see, he's play, he's played a hell of a lot of football. He's, he's probably him and Joel Linton have probably played the, the most games alongside Pope for his suspension probably, as yeah. well. So I, I thought target playing was a was good to see. I, you know, I, I it was think, a chance to get going yeah, these last bit of a run out, wasn't yeah. it? I appreciate it. obviously even in target said he's probably thinking, oh, like I'm playing a game that doesn't mean anything. Uh, you know, but I thought it was good to good to see him out there. Um and I, I thought it personally when I seen the, the lineup, I thought it looked incredibly attack minded. I thought there was a lot of pace in there. A lot of pace, and I thought what could really cause them trouble. Mm. To be honest, that's how I felt, because um, I, I know everyone's saying it, oh, it didn't mean anything, and they're not going to maybe care as much. Well, how, do, how doesn't set them up that way? How never would I accept that? Yeah, know? it was a bit of a nothing game in regards to to no team had anything to play for. A poor from Newcastle could have finished third, and that yeah. was it. Really, Chelsea weren't getting in the top ten; they couldn't even do it with with three points. I, I think they're starting up six points off top ten. Um, maybe even more to be fair. And did they have a striker playing? I'm not sure. Have Chelsea had a striker playing at all? That's, that's this well, season. I think that's been the, the commentator. Issue. never mentioned it at all during the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, I missed most of the game because I was at the show. Like, if I'm being quite honest, so I didn't see all of it. Um, 
I watched some of the highlights this morning, but most of the highlights I've seen seem to be Chelsea attacking. If I'm being honest, maybe they were more biased. I, I Second half, I would it say was. Uh, it was very much a game or two. I think we had definitely had the upper hand in the first half. Played yeah. well. Um, we're creating a lot and stuff like that. And then, yeah, second half, they, 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 their strength and depth, I think, showed with the changes that they were making and stuff like that. They still had a couple, like the young kid on the left-hand side played most of the game and did did all right. Um, Towards the end of the game, they, honestly, the chances they were missing, they missed about three decent chances. Yeah. Brock had put up a few good saves, didn't he? He did, I. I'd seen, yeah. Obviously, for us, of course, pleasing that pleased that Gordon got on the score sheet because I think he's been trying, hasn't he? Like you can see on some of the more obviously more important games when he's when he's had the opportunity and missed just how much it's affecting yeah. him. You can see how annoyed he is so, himself. Th- this I apologise now because th- this might sound as if we're going all over the shop and not going to any sort of direction with the podcast. But like I said, I am going to go through the questions, and just because you mentioned the deck, there is a question in, and I might sorry, I think I forgot to favourite it, but there was a question in, sorry. And a comment in regards to, to Anthony Gordon and how refreshing his interview was after the game. Where have you listened to it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so so basically, if, if people don't realize, I'm not sure who's interviewing, but somebody from uh, Newcastle United's YouTube channel, and basically saying that it, it's been a difficult season for you, not just since arriving at St. James's Park, but before that as well. And he goes on to, to explain why it's been a difficult season. And I thought that was really refreshing. You don't normally hear that. From professional very honest, yeah. yeah, unbelievably honest. I think sometimes some players are maybe scared of being honest, um, and also maybe coming across vulnerable, you know what I mean, in terms of like they don't want to maybe either make excuses or or be honest because they, they might feel that people will use that against them. Whereas I think certainly, I think most fans appreciate honesty, don't they? Like if it, if it isn't working well mm. or it hasn't worked well so far, just tell, tell me why not or why you think it hasn't worked well, you know, and I think everyone can. Can appreciate that. You know what I, mean? I think the reception he's been getting from from us as fans, and particularly on on Sunday, because like literally, I think it was ninety percent of the game was just singing singing about Anthony Gordon, like that the the, the song who everybody will know it will be stuck in your head. I kind of get it out of there. It's been in there literally for the last twenty eight hours, <laughs> and uh, I think that will probably have played on his mind of when he's been been asked to those questions of that. If, he feels really, really appreciated by the fans. Mm. Like he has came in, came the bags, in the that's what I was going to say. Like that's a that's a bold move, you know. Like coming in from from there, and you know sometimes it is a little bit of lip service that you see from from players doing that. But uh, we got it from Bruno straight away as well. We got it from Bruno, right? And do you know what? It's like I get it with with some of the foreign lads that'll do that, especially some like like Bruno that's getting that appreciation yeah. on a weekly basis from from the club. But for Gordon to do it as well, that's bold. That like obviously he's already burned bridges in Liverpool anyway, <laughs> so he's not going back there anytime soon. And we saw the celebration when we beat Everton as well, yeah. where, where he's doing that that celebration as he's walking down the tunnel. But a kiss the badge for a club you've just signed at. It's shown it. It's, it, it, it's bold, it's, like I it's shown a, a commitment, isn't it? And like I think, as you say, then going into his into his interview to talk about kind of what he's how he's feeling and all of that kind of thing, how the season's gone. And I mean, he said a lot of things that we've sat here and talked about of like, you know, a, a, around his fitness and stuff like that and getting him into pre-season and, and getting him prepared for that. And that was a how next thing season will be a big, a big, big difference for so him. The, the the fitness thing, which he went on to say, saying that you were shocked when he came in because you're so yeah. far away from the lads that are currently there. That just honestly, I know we say it on a weekly basis, how fit these lads are on the engine that they have on them. 
But for a professional player to come from another club to then say he was miles off, yeah, is ridiculous, isn't it? I think that shows you the standards of Everton in terms of well, no, where the, would have been at the time, wouldn't it? I think that, that just shows you how them have struggled this season. But um, I, I agree with what you're saying. You would think being in a Premier League team, um, you would expect them to come in and be, be fine because yeah. I think that was one thing that when we're signing, we're, oh, Mint, well, he's you know, he's been playing this season, so mm. happy days, he'll come in and hit the ground running. He but it's not as if he was a a player that when he was at Everton would stand still. I, I agree. He was very busy running around, covered a lot of ground, but from a, so that's why I it again probably shocked me a little bit more because I I would associate with him with be like doing a lot of running and putting that graft in while he was there. So yeah, that's true. Right? It's and crazy I, when you think about. I it. think it goes back to what House said about Isak as well, isn't it? That yeah, he, yeah, he's fully fit to play for any of that Premier League team, but not mine at the minute. And Gordon goes on demand, to yeah. say that he's got a huge summer ahead of him. Um, obviously he wants to be in in the start eleven of his team next season, and he's got the England on the twenties. Is it the Euros? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got that tournament coming up and he's saying that he's going to be ready to go at the start of next season. He's he's going to have a battle on his hand, like. It's what you want to hear, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, that was, again, one of the, the the shocks for me of him coming in and playing in the in the middle of the park. I thought he would probably start maybe out on the right instead of Miggy. Um, particularly, we had, had Longstaff have been fit, but obviously I think that's why he's then he's then gone into the middle. But it just gave you a bit of flexibility with, with those in there as well, like, because you know, Miggy can drop into the middle, he could drop out wide, he could go out into the left if Maxi came in yeah. inside. So I think it's possible if you play a three in midfield like we do, that he might be able to get away with it in there. You could never yeah. play him in a two there. You know, you couldn't play Bruno and go in centre yeah. midfield. But having a three in there, you can maybe be a little bit flexible in moments. Obviously, I know we would never start him there normally. It was just the, the way the cards yeah. fell, right? It was we had nothing else, no other option. But um I think this was a conversation that we've had the minute we signed him, wasn't it? Is that like he ain't going to come here to sit on the bench, right? He wants mm-hmm. to start. We've paid a lot of money for him. There's a lot of promise in there. It's a young lad, he's got a point um, to prove. But in that particular area, we've got a lot of we have got options in that area. So it's exciting to see because obviously, of course, everyone knows if Maxi's fit, I'd love him to play. But I understand that that may not happen. You know, some years Joe Linton's been playing out there, doing a great job. If Gordon comes back after a full preseason, hits the ground running, he might start every single week. Mm. You know, you, you don't know, but there's, there's certainly competition for that side of the field. I do appreciate what Mark's saying. He could play the other side, but again, we've got competition that side as well, and competition is what we need. So, so you've, you've mentioned Maxi there, and this is a question from Neem Courts. Uh, Maxi did start the game, but he says, particularly for, for you, Decker, this one, he says, uh, what do you make of Maxi's cryptic tweets? Uh-huh. Is he away this summer? No, I, I don't think so at all, but I must admit when you read them, it can can read that way. I can mm. understand why someone would say that because it's a lot about, I think the overriding message he's trying to get across here is don't forget the people that kept up, right? And I think it's a great point that he's making. There's a lot of times we only had him, in my opinion, and people have got short memories. And I think that's what he's trying to, having said that, the way it does sound is like, don't forget we're almost, but I know that that may look like, well, my time's up. Don't forget yeah. as though I've, I've tried my best for you. Um, I don't think it's to, to leave necessarily. Um but, well, I hope not anyway, because, you know, I've seen a few tweets saying, well, I'd move him on and I'd move him on. I've seen a few about Miggy, you know, um, based on his performance on Sunday, saying this is this is why we should probably get rid of him. I'm that's just like, my head just, I just feel like, just honest to God, like. Do you know what <laughs> I, 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 I don't, you know, I, I don't think he's going, okay? I like, and I'm the same as you, Dick, where you can read that that message in, in two ways, really. He could leave it as a good, sorry, read it as a goodbye message. But the way I read it is exactly the same as you thinking. Maybe I've been getting a bit stick, but remember, 
I was the one that stuck around when kept you up. Yeah. I had a good hand. I, I was the only half decent player that he's had. Yeah. yeah. And, and should he be coming out and saying that? Maybe not. Because it's it's probably gonna obviously piss a few people off. Yeah, I don't think he's well, I know some people say he's just himself, but I, I do think he means like the collective of people as well, though. Like not you know, I, I appreciate he's putting them out thinking of himself, like do you yeah. know what I mean? But I because it was a photo of himself. I know, I know, but I think collectively though, we have to realise that there is players in that squad that have have been there when we were shit. And it is easy to forget that. Do you know what I mean? Um I still say, like, you know, he, he's had a he's had a, a very poor season in terms of his own standards. Um, but I will say when he has been on, certainly well, it's a funny one because I was looking at moments that on he YouTube, had that run just before his injury, didn't he? he where, was very, where he he just started coming into a bit of yeah. bit of form. What three three good games? I think. Yeah. Get, get, uh, I think assists as well. It wasn't just good moments in games. Also managing. Do you know what it is the, the issue with with Maxi is? And I think that Chelsea game is a prime example. You see the best and the worst of him in one game. There's so many times where you think just just do something different, and he didn't. But then there's moments in the game where he just puts the ball on a plate for players in, yeah. in the box that, as well. That, that's 100 what the side of his game that's improved a lot. I mean, even. <clears throat> we're seeing it more and more and more. You think of Gordon's goal, like he gets the ball and he plays Anderson, who's pushed a lovely ball over. I mean, mind you, God, I'm like, Chelsea were horrific defending there. Like, but uh, I'm not so sure he would pass it down the line a year ago, personally. I think he'd come in and try and have a shot, and then everyone would be pissed off, go, ah, he'd pass it out wide. And I get that, you know, but uh, the bottom line is he needs to stay fit. He, he, uh, bottom, uh, listen, if he has the same season next season, I'll be on here going, you know, this is probably time, like. Probably time for him to go. I don't. I'd never want to say that, but I'm not sure about that. Like, well, <laughs> but him, if he's injured that much, though, do you know what I mean? Like, you you can't. You, 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 you can't kind of carry him. You can't carry yeah, him. Yeah. You can't and carry him. The thing yeah. is, we haven't been relying on him this season, and that's the issue. It's not like he's been playing back to back to back games like mm-hmm. some of the lads have. I like Trippy had, Joe Linton has, Longstaff at, at one point, Dan Byrne were mentioned. That the every every single one of the defenders, mm-hmm. it's successive games just in a row. I know Max is a different player where he's got that burst of speed, which he's going to pick up more injuries doing it. Of course he yeah. is. But we haven't been solely relying on him. So to still pick up injuries yeah. when you're not playing week in, week out is a worry to me. Like I totally agree. Honestly, I totally agree. Because we've seen the opposite with, with Callum Wilson. Yeah. Where he's had injury stricken seasons. And, and yes, he's picked up maybe one, two this season, but where it's kept him out for a game or two. And I think yeah. one of those was an illness, not necessarily injury. But most of it this season's been and that's what I COVID mean. related, isn't it? So when we're not relying on on Wilson, we're seeing him feature more minutes because he's not sidelined for, for X amount of weeks. Yeah. So that's the difference between those two yeah. injury-prone players. And I think they've, they've managed them well with his, obviously, you know, being aware of that. He per- perhaps can't train as intensively and stuff like that. And maybe he has to do more gym work and and, and give him lighter, lighter duties and training and stuff like that to, to allow him to get through because he's, his body can't can't take that. And, and maybe there needs to be a bit of, of that. It, it could be things like, you know, because we've seen with players in the past, particularly with those explosive pace and stuff like that, hamstring injuries, groin injuries and stuff like that. And they've had to change their entire lifestyle to, to kind of get around that, like, you know, go things like be, go bloody vegan and start doing yoga and Pilates and stuff like that to, to keep all of the, the muscles and ligaments all stretched out so that they're not, well, you could, you're you not could causing injuries that, that way. You, so. you could also say, I'm not saying all of it has, but some of it in his own head that he's not, yeah, that he's not feeling, you know, I don't feel 100%. Nice. Okay. I know it's not nice. I know it's not, <laughs> I know it's not serious. Whoa! <laughs> People might not have picked that up. But as Dexter's talking, Mark's watch just replied to him, that's not nice. 
What happened there? <laughs> I've got absolutely <laughs> no idea. Um, Siri wasn't happy there though, was she? <laughs> but I, I still like it was. It was a funny one. It, I probably people have seen it already, but that the on YouTube that the NUFC's put on all the goals, sixty okay. odd goals or whatever it is. And it's on for about forty minutes, and it's all the goals, um, uh, all all together type of thing. And there's so many goals that I'd even forgot about. You know, so like so many goals. So many. And I was I was just almost emotional watching the back today. I was like, how we are unreal. Like some of the goals, Miggy was just from any anyway. But there was certain moments where, like, you know, Maxi's person forward, and I'm thinking, I really do miss that, you know, and, mm. and I, I, I still believe that, you know, next season, if, if he can stay fit, there's going to be, I, I think the thing is, is the expectations as well, isn't it, in terms of what, you, it'll be amazing for him to play like every single week, right? But if we could have, I still think that because of the amount of games we're going to be having, there is going to be moments where he will have, like Mark said, that little run he had there, where he, I don't want him to be injured, of course, but he'll have run of games where he'll be unplayable. you know. And there was that little run he had, but then he got injured. I remember the Man City at home game where he absolutely rinsed him. The goal against Wolves in the last minute, that volley. But then he got hurt again. He mm. ran back and got hurt, and he's out for six weeks. That's what we can't have. We can't have that, that amazing moment. And then, oh, well, you know, yeah, for the next 10 weeks. That's just near good. And particularly know. when we're going to be in four competitions. Exactly, yeah. But, but, but going back to what you're saying, Chris, I think because we're going to be competing on all them fronts, hopefully there won't be the reliance of like, well, we need you to start every single week because that, that doesn't have to be the case. You know, we're playing, I don't know, someone away from home in Europe. Maxi might be able to get at them massively away, yeah. but Gordon will start on Sunday start against Arsenal. Awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. the, that's the hope. That's my hope. And that's why I'm going a long way think, around saying it. Like, but, do you think if we're looking at next season, and like Mark said, and I'll come to you, Mark, we're playing four competitions next year. Obviously, we've got the two Cups, we've got the Champions League and obviously the Premier League campaign. Do you think that Eddie will probably go into this thinking, right, this is my start on 11 for the Premier League? Then looking at the other, well, obviously the other competitions, if we're looking at two yeah. cup games, you're going to see a rotation there. Do you think the European games in the Champions League will see a bit of a switch around? I think he's done that anyway. Like, particularly in the last few weeks, more, more so with the front three. You know, he's been picking and choosing different players depending on who you are playing. Um, and getting them in because it suits them more or, or suits the style he wants to set up for the game. And going into, into having four four separate competitions, you, you need that squad. And, and we're you know, well aware of that, that when you look at potentially the strength and depth that we've got, it's it's not there at the minute. Yes, the bench has been being stronger in, you know, in recent weeks because we've had everybody coming back from fitness and stuff like that. But then, it only takes a couple of injuries. We've seen it obviously when Bruno was out. Well, you look been... on Sunday. Sunday, there's two goalkeepers on the bench, the young lads on yeah. the bench. We're, three, we're down at the bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, the, the the players that are going to be coming back from loans and stuff like that, you're not going to be seeing them coming into the first team squad. So you need a a big clear out, which I'm sure we'll talk about in in great detail in, in the summer um, as we as we go through it. But it, it's gonna be difficult. It is, yeah. And I think you know under how as well, we've been we've been so used to for the, for years gone by because this is the manager's ability in my opinion and maybe maybe lack of quality in the squad. You could almost guarantee the starting lineup every single week, no matter what. You yeah. knew what was coming. Whereas I think this season more than ever, there's been moments where we thought, "Oh, that's a strange one." I didn't mm. expect. I remember Lascelles playing away at Liverpool, man. More like, yeah, yeah. Eh? yeah. And that's just one that's just popped in my head. But there's been many many moments. Mm. I went on Twitter and everyone's kicking off because it's just what they love to do. Why is Isaac not starting? Oh God, Wilson starting, or vice versa, or whatever. Even Murphy, like when Murphy yeah, first yeah, yeah. came in, yeah, which was and, a shock. And, and then all of a sudden, he yeah. got dropped that after he was playing fantastic. It's like, well, what's he done to deserve yeah. that? But next season of all seasons is that's when we're going to have to realise 
there is going to be huge changes week to week. Yeah. Um, because it, it, well, one could be technically, one's fitness, one's also what how's maybe seen in training going. Actually, John is he's maybe outperformed him, and I'm going to give him a turn or whatever. And and tell the opposition who, who's going to be exactly. Yeah. Of course it is, and that's where that's you think, where your squad really comes. Do you in. think we'll see the most flexibility and change in those wide positions or? Well, it's probably the most options we have, I yeah. think. As a t- well, so it, now, I mean, we're talking now, but by the end of the summer transfer window, we might have 10 centre midfielders, so they, we don't know what's going to happen. It, but it'll help. It'll be nice. We'll get um, Jeff Hendrick back. But, like, I would say out wide, you, you, you may see a mixture between Joel Linton, Gordon and Maxi every week. Mm. I mean, now that again, though, that again, what's very important, it doesn't mean because he's not starting. Like, Gordon might start the game, but Maxi could come on in the last 20 minutes and absolutely tear it up, or vice versa. They might play Maxi. He's been terrible. Gordon comes on and makes a huge difference. That's that's the thing when you've got options off the bench, isn't it? Being able to really change a game if you need to. But I, I agree. I think in the wide areas is where we're perhaps, well, I think on one side more than the other, we're more blessed, I think. Because I would still personally still love a really, really top-end right winger. As, mm. as good as as much as I love Miggy and as well as Murphy has done, I'd love a a real top. So, so you you mentioned Miggy before in the comments that you had seen on Twitter after his performance at the weekend, and it looked like we had the Miggy of all, didn't it, Mark? You know, he's, he he played well, but it was his finishing that let, let him down, and the that's Miggy that's the old. thing that we're you know used used to seeing because he he got I mean what two twice great great chances and. One he just tends tries to bend it in, and the other one I don't know what he's trying to do, but it's uh, the one that you know you go back to to January time and he was he's putting them away for fun. Everything he touched, but I don't know. Like I mean, we've talked about him being a confidence player and stuff like that, but it's just you just sometimes just need that little little bit of luck, and it just wasn't with him. And we've seen it in in a couple of games recently since he's came back in the team where he's played played well, but he's. Finishing's let him down, or he's been, you know, gone completely missing in the games and yeah. stuff like that. So I, I still, I, I will say, and again, I'm watching them goals on the. I mean, it's every game is him, you yeah. know, absolutely he's, from every. He's week. having goal of the season competition with himself I, every week. Uh, the Fulham away one, there was one against. He's, still, he's still my goal of the season. Like, yeah, the the one against Everton. Oh my god, was, I forgot about that. It was unbelievable. Top in. Um, one of my favourites was Spurs away, where he just absolutely blitzes past the fullback takes a touch and, and it's similar yeah, to what we yeah, always yeah. seen that little we've seen it in pre-season going back to last mm. season we kept seeing it um but i still say that that patch that we got we all had to realize like oh it's not really him i mean it, 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 it's this is 2.0 miggy like we're not going to get this because you'd be messy yeah. if that's the case yeah. you know what i mean like you kind of do that every single game um but going back to the point i was trying to make was is like you kind of i appreciate it. he didn't have a great game but people are like oh we'll sell him oh. Well, who are you going to get that's going to come Very in? That's going to, it's it? just ridiculous. Like Again, it's, I'm not saying Almiron's going to be the starter for the, the three, two, three years' time because I might sign someone better, but I would love to have Almiron to come off the bench. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Maybe. Um, if he, if yeah, he's your, your second-choice right winger, you've got somebody decent in front of him. That's the point I'm meaning. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's that, that's all you want to be. You to look at those, those first-team 11 positions and think, right, who's in them now? Can we get somebody better that's going to improve with? If we can, great. That's what they do. They go in there. And then it strengthens your bench. It strengthens your options to come come in when we do need to use the squad. And, and that's what it what it's about. It's good. It's going to take time to do it. People, you know, expecting with a splash millions in the summer and, and bring in six, seven players. It ain't going to happen. Absolutely isn't going to oh, happen. It's going to be, I'm telling you, this summer could be. 
Hell no. So, so <laughs> well, just, on Twitter, I mean, like in terms of fans, we are... just because we're on the topic as well, um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll, we do have a question in regards to this one. Um, I might be lying. Yeah, I might be lying, but we'll go with it anyway. Oh no, we we'll do. Um, so this one is from JNUFC UK, and he says, "How many players do you think we'll sign first team squad?" Three. I'm with you. I think three, but I think it'll be three. Botman Bruno esque players that not marquee marquee yeah. players. So not not players that obviously the household names like world class players that have already had at the top elite point of the career. I think we'll look for those sort of caliber players, hidden gems, exactly yep. that. Yeah. Yep. Um, if they yeah. can come in and have the impact that those two players you've just mentioned, even Isaac as well. You yeah. know, there isn't there isn't a huge amount of people that knew what he was all about, but they certainly do now. So it's it's that kind of, you know, people that are doing it in the Continental Leagues, going under radar, they've got that that potential to, to improve and, and go on and, you know, have a, a good career is is what you want to attract. I'd still love to, to sign somebody that maybe is a little bit older, maybe towards the twilight of their career, but has got that real experience that can come in and just... You know, like Trippier's done mm. last season, he's he's at the, the the back end. But you just look at the impact that he's had on the pitch, off the pitch, raising up the standards. Uh, Casemiro went to Man United and did it. They were lost. Yeah. He went into there and he's he's dragged them from nowhere. I tell that Ronaldo left as well, mate. So, sure. I would love to see Ronaldo back. But yeah, um, I think uh, probably three, probably three, maybe four. But I don't think it's going to be this. Um, you know this. Revolutionary, like signing template, hasn't that? You know, yeah. it's just not. You can't do be, it. It's just not going to be. No. You can't do it. And I think Eddie Howe's already came out and said that. Obviously, we've got to work on the financial fair play. We know that, but bringing in too many players is going to ruin the likes of the the chemistry and the dynamics that these yeah. lads have anyway. In it the dressing not, room, it definitely is because Dan Burns said that, didn't he? As well, he mentioned like he knows there's going to be changes coming and be devastated because of how close this team is. And Eddie Howe's also referenced that these players deserve the chance. You know, they've they've, they've delivered. And it's it they've deserved this opportunity. Now, obviously, of course, that's romantic talking. The other manager would be like, listen, I'm I'm cutthroat. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I always remember um uh, Keegan doing that way. He got rid of, you know, guy Peacock. Yeah, Cole and, went, uh, Kelly went. And we're like, Look, just yeah. yeah, Kelly, I he got rid of him and very, very cutthroat because he needed to push on. Whereas House coming out saying, No, no, I believe in these group of players and they deserve the opportunity. I do agree though, and I'm in the sense where you remember Narafa when we had we had, it, we had this team that we had and we always kept saying we're probably two or three players away from being really good. That's what yeah. we felt like at the time. I do feel that now. I feel if we keep the new, that squad and add three players to it, we'll be, we'll be great. Like yeah. That's how I feel. I really do. Um, of course, it would be amazing if we could get more than that because I'm always worried about the extra games and injuries. That's of course. But what club What club doesn't have that? Yeah. Other than Man City? And do you know what it is? The same thing? Like, we're talking about bringing three in. I think when we're saying three, it'll be three half decent players well better than half decent sorry <laughs> be, 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 mm, players with potential and and that are already rated in regards to, to european football you mark what you said but obviously not there yet i think the issue that we'll have we're going to have so many lads leaving as well that are out of contract and i know a lot of these lads have been on loan anyway so like uh hendrick hayden is clark still on with books no, i think he's technically was on loan yeah then Darlow's got a hull on loan as you've well. Got Gillespie, Darlow, Carrius, that that's obviously contract right now. There's a, a lot of 
bodies. Richie's contract Richie's. comes to an end. Dummett's contract comes to an end. There's, there's a lot of Long bodies staff, leaving Matty. the club. So you're going to have to get something to, to fill those seats as well. Yeah, well, I think what's going to be interesting is the, the ones that we really talk are saying fringe, you know, like fringe mm-hmm. squad. Does he keep them all maybe on a one-year deal and, and keep them? Not all, I'm sorry. But but Dummett's obviously one of them, I've said, yeah. He's already he, said on, on Friday, didn't he, that he wants to keep Richie and Dummett, offer them new contracts. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, my goodness me. <laughs> I, Dummett, I cannot believe it. Do you know what it is, no right? Offense, like, everybody knows my opinion, right? Loves him. But... Favourite player? I get the point where they say, you know, he's got to have, a, have around the the dressing room and the squad. It's an expensive jelly to that leg. I agree. Rich, Rich, you've, just, you've uh, just got to look at Man City and Scott Carson. Uh, every, every club needs it. Well, we've got two, apparently. We've got Richie and Dummett. I think we've got more than two. <laughs> I, actually, I actually think... Gillespie's would... another one. Exactly. I would give it. I would give Richie another year, though. I honestly would, if, if he wants it, though. Yeah, I would. I've, I've, you know, Richie reckons influential behind the scenes. Um, I appreciate in terms of top level, he's probably done. Like, but if you, you know, if you're giving us an option here, if they're going to keep both, because that's what they've said, Richie, and maybe I could get behind, but Dummett, I can't. I, I've got a, a couple of mates that sit literally right next to the dugout to the first seats, and now they've actually got. There's like three row, three or four rows of three where the players sit as well in the stand, yeah. just next to the dugout. And um, Monday night, Matt Ritchie was sat in them seats, and both of them said he literally kicked every single ball. He was all over, encouraging the players, shouting at them, applauding them for every tackle they were putting in, every, every throw-in that they were doing, encouraging he literally, by the end of the match, he had no voice left because he'd been shouting on that much. And that just shows you how much pas- passion well, we that know, bloke's got. And yeah, like we know a, that you see that around that. We just know, you yeah. know that's what he's like, don't you? And and that's why that's why we've loved him in the first place, right? Like, I know, he, you know, I had great moments for when I, he was a huge part of, of getting open on the rest of that story. But that's why I would give him, another, I honestly would give him another year because I still think he'll come on and give 100% if we really needed him to. Yeah, he's, he's had a couple of three, three, Lewis four appearances this season. Makes a great point, yeah. He says Matt Ritchie is also working on his coaching badges with Newcastle. I wouldn't be shocked to see him have another season, as this cheerleader has, will put it, mm-hmm. that, that can obviously make appearance and die moments of a game, but then move in the season after straight into a coaching role. Absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. I'd love to, love to see it because I, I absolutely love Matt Ritchie, yeah, I but well. I think he's made no secret of the fact that he wants to finish his playing career back at Portsmouth, where it started. So I don't know if he'd. I guess well, it depends what we offer him from a from a coaching point of view and stuff I think like with that. Dumb, but... Obviously, Dummy fits in the, in the homegrown quarter that you have. Was it four players? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sick of hearing that one. I know. Everyone seems to use that as if that's the card. That's my Trump card. I've got. Fuck off. There's <laughs> got to be someone else there. There has to be. I just. There has to just. Well, well that's why Gillespie's there as well, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, but but when you look around the first team, team, you've got Anderson and and Longstaff that are straight into that category. Yeah, true. Category. Yeah. It's and gory, then, Harry. We're dumbing in it. <laughs> and then you've got that. That that's it. Then you're looking at the likes of Dummett. You're looking at Gillespie, and then you're into the under twenty threes. Which is why Matty Longstaff might even. I mean, to be nah. fair, I think with Matty Longstaff, I think they will give him a contract just because of his injury. Because imagine kicking him out onto the scrap heap with Can't the injury that he's got. Can I be sentimental here? Yeah. You've got to look after your own. 
give him a Bruce give him Springsteen a song, give him a one year contract. Let him see how he does with his his fitness and injury. Whether he can get himself back, and he then will never you go from there. Never, ever be good enough. I don't think. Uh, next question. In fact, we'll we'll come to to Josh. Thanks, Josh. Uh, Josh, Josh has sent in another donation. Thank you very Josh much, Josh. I think I think we'll, we'll <laughs> I think we'll have to give a special shout out to, to Josh in our end of season awards as well. Uh, he says, "Hi lads, hope you are well. What a season! I still can't believe we finished in the top four. His question is, "Who do you all hope we get in our group?" He wants Dortmund. I'd like that. And he yeah. also says, "Thanks for all the podcasts this season. I've loved them. Thanks very much, and thanks thanks for joining us right the way through." Yeah. I literally want. The three worst teams in all of the pot. No, no, no. Give, give us, give us the worst three teams. You want at least one. No, I don't. Absolutely do, do not. I want no. the three worst so that one get through. No. I want to win it. No, give, give, <laughs> give us all. Give us them all. Any, gives them all. Oh, I want right. the best you've got to offer. Let's, Let's have them all it. and go Let's out first it. round. Ah, fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. No, I don't want to be playing bloody. I don't know. I'm trying Fact to make well, listen, you, you, I think it's how the, the pots work. I was looking on the, um, oh, I had the picture on my phone. I wish I'd have saved it actually. Um, to understand who we possibly would get or what pot we would go in. But I know Dortmund was there, wasn't there? I think Inter Milan was also. I see Milan, Milan there, Lazio. Napoli. Uh, honestly, there's a, there's that's a the thing, few of the big ones. The problem is, is there's still a lot of qualifying to do as well. So th- there's forecasted teams right. to go in there, but the, there's no guarantee that they, they will. But I think you probably, there's a chance, I think, when we get two good teams in one poor one. That's how I think you probably will. Like yeah. two stronger teams, and then maybe one that's really poor. On the on the face of it, whichever group we end up in, we're going to be we're going to be the worst team in there from a rankings point of view. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of the pot, but in the light, the real likeliness, we're, we're not. We're, we're going to be a how, decent, how you, a decent seed in there. So, the opposition will be viewing Newcastle though, because it's been a hell of a long time since we've been in this competition. Let's remember, most teams are in the Champions League. That, in it every single year. Obviously, you, you'll get a, a couple of like what's the word I'm looking for? A couple of random teams in there, and probably arguably Newcastle is that one this season from the English league. I, I think teams will honestly, whether we're like or not, teams will look at us as the the opportunity to pick up their points. They're, they're going to like. I hope know. so because that means they're underestimated. No, well, they will, yeah. but they will. It's like it's like us. I've just said they oh, we'll get two good teams and one shit one. I'm telling you now, <laughs> somewhere over Poland or whatever, they're going to say the same about us. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we'll get, it. you know, they just will. And I'm not saying that is obviously the wrong attitude to have. Of course it is. But they're going to look at Barcelona. They'd rather have us than Barcelona. Categorically, just that's the way like, yeah, yeah. it is. Like, you know, and, and they will, they'll think that. Now, obviously, of course, they're scouting and they'll go, fuck now. They're, diff- they're a different kettle of fish than what you may be expecting. But there'll be teams out there they'll be looking at us if we're, the, we're they're going to be the weak link of the group, you know? Do, do you think, oh, do, and do you know what is fitness has worked massively for us in the Premier League, Mark? It's going to have a huge impact in the, in the European games as well. Oh, I, yeah. Especially with, I'm going to generalise here, but a lot of continental football is a lot slower. More time on the ball, you know, a bit more technical and stuff like that. Whereas with the intensity that we play with, Closing people down, we'll we'll shock a few people because they'll not be expecting to be pressed so much on the, the ball and things like have that. With that, is this season? I think we've struggled at times to to get past teams that are happy just to to sit, sit back in. with yep. the ball. Yeah, and that's the difference in European football because you will come against teams that are happy just to pass the ball around. And I'm talking about decent teams as well, but they'll get that one chance and they'll score it. Yeah, I think that's going to be our issue. It could be. It could be taking control it's, of a game. That'll probably yeah, be our issue. 
But you you would expect a lot of these teams that, yes, they might have a lot of the ball and try and keep a hold of the possession, but particularly when they're playing at home, they're going to want to try and win the game. Whereas where we've struggled is where teams have literally just put you know 10 players behind the ball. Yeah. Leicester is the most recent one where they just chucked the you know the, the eleven and the bench behind the ball to try and nothing about rituals. Is. <laughs> so <laughs> dumb it was, but it's uh, that again because you're going into that that league and people have got to qualify and get out of it. They've got to take more risks, so they've yeah. got to try and get results within there. And I think, like you say, from a, from a glamour point of view, and of like the ties of wanting to go to these places and stuff like this, of course you want to get some of the big names and and go to the go to Milan, go to Barcelona, Real. You know those kind of clubs, but I'd, I'd much, much rather just have a piss easy draw and get through. Why, why though? Why? Because I want to win it. But the, you've <laughs> got to play these teams eventually, though. And I'd play them eventually, then. So why do we need to play so them at get, the start? So you get past the first group, then get knocked out the next one. Nah, we won't. It didn't work that way in the cup oh, final. You know, do, do you know what it is? And I know I don't mean you would think I want massive fans of, of um, international football as such, but when you look at England games in the groups, do you want the best teams in the group? No, you want the worst. No, I, I do. <laughs> I do want the worst. Then, like I, <clears throat> um, and that's what it's about. It's not no, about football. It's, it's about qualifying. Nah, but <clears throat> I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's because we're in the competition. I, I, I want to test myself again. I don't want to play the shit ones. Part of me worry. I'll be really honest here. Actually, part of me worries if we play the shit ones and still get knocked out. How bad would that be? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like bloody hell. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The, I'll give you, that. that. <laughs> you want at least one of the, the big yeah. lads in there, like don't yeah. you? Yeah, I think so. I, you know, it's a funny one, right? <clears throat> um, I, I've started because I'm really sad, as you know. Because I love like uh, the the behind the scenes documentary stuff and all that. And I've went back and started watching all of the all or nothings from the very start, like in order. So I'm on the Man City one at the minute. I've just started again. Just a background noise when I'm graphing. And um, it, it, Pep's talking about Champions League, and he and he, he goes on to say like he thinks the championship there's not an easy game in the Champions League away from home. And he says in this particular season that they're talking about, they hadn't Man City didn't win a game in the Champions League away from home. I was like, fuck now. But my mindset is is different, and I'm obviously Pep's a lot more clever than I am. I really feel away from home is when we could really hurt teams, like really hurt teams with our pace. Like I just have a feeling that because I agree with you, that and their attitude is yeah. we're gonna have to come at these because yep. we're at home. And I think oh God, I honestly think we could obliterate teams on the break. Like um, so you know, I I just think it's gonna be involved in this conversation. I know, I know. It's just <laughs> still, thought... still a bit mad. Like, do you know um... what, right? I wish, I wish we normally do this, we've done it a couple of times. We would do with envelopes. Yeah. And at the start of the season, like people that are new to the channel, we would do envelopes and we'll write in where do you think Newcastle will finish, top goal scorer, um, underrated player, those sort of things. Imagine I might I might have got season. top goal scorer, right? <laughs> Cup final in it. I certainly goal. wouldn't have got second and third, right? Yeah. <laughs> But this is why, you know, for, and I know people have said like, oh, this is just the beginning and we've got so much more to follow. I really think we need to almost, you know, like a time capsule with this season, you know, like, because you want to bottle it, don't you? You do, like, it, it's it's such an unbelievable achievement what we've done. You mm. know, and you almost really, you don't want to, I know we're talking about moving forward and looking at who we're going to buy, but we really need to really understand and take this moment in of just how amazing it's been. So, so we saw at the end, sorry, at the Leicester game, and once again, the Sky cameras were in the changing room, um, along with the, the Amazon cameras. And they picked up Trippier going up to, to one of the Amazon lads saying, you picked a good season to do this. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that documentary now? Because, I'll be honest, I'm not giving too much away. I've been speaking to a couple of people that have, have, have seen things happening behind the scenes. 
and it doesn't sound as good as what we think it might be. It, well, I wasn't I wasn't as excited because of when I realized what it was, like in terms of so this is what I've heard. They've changed the structure of it quite a few times. Mm. First time they wanted to be football side, but Eddie Howe stopped that straight away, which you can imagine doing. The next time was the commercial aspect, which apparently hasn't gone to plan either. And I'm not saying that that's anything bad from the club or anything like that. Just maybe there wasn't enough content there. And now they've gone down the route of the fans. Mm -hmm. So apparently as it stands now, it's going to be focused a lot on the fans of the football club. Which, which that would make well, sense because we see, we see the, the cameras all, all the time, don't we? And it makes sense the email, which we got through that day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, also outside, the, I've noticed the last two games they've they've been outside the ground before and after the game as well, getting footage in and around the stadium. So I don't think anybody really knows what is happening and what it's supposed yeah. to be portraying. Obviously, it's not going to put the club in a bad light. It's oh, no, just no. which direction they're trying to take it. But it's doing that exactly what you're just saying, though, isn't it? It's it's then focusing on the stadium and, and viewing it from from a, a fan's point of view of how how amazing it's been. I mean, about you, like saying there about just soaking it all in. That's exactly what I did on Monday night. Like you, you left. I just stood there. I was by myself. Well, I wasn't by myself because I wasn't the only one there. But Stuart I just, Warren. I just stood there for ages after full time and just, just soaked it up. Watched the players. The players were still having a great time on the pitch. Half an hour, forty-five minutes after, after the game, used to was sat here doing a podcast. I was still in the ground because yeah, I was we, just, we left just the... soaking it up and just. Because it's it's those moments that Boy. it's those moments that that stick with you, and and like looking back, it'll 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 be like of what that season was like, and I'll yeah. just I'll think back to that moment of just, and you could even see it in the players that didn't want to leave the pitch, they wanted to be out there with the families and just just enjoy it. I, th- I think what we will get from the 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 Amazon thing now is probably a bit of everything. I think it's going to be a mixture of, of everything now. Yeah, I mean, I'm only, I'm only, I'm not being arsy here at all. I'm not, I, I, like, obviously, I've watched them all, right? And I, I don't, I'm not really interested when the fans come on. A Leeds fan was on there; they're in his house every five minutes talking about Leeds. Mm. I don't care about you, mate. No offense to you. Yeah, probably a lovely bloke, but I didn't care. I, I want to know what Bielsa is doing behind the scenes. I want to understand tactically. I want to see the players. You don't care about these pissing podcasts, do you, Dick? Nah, not at all. Sort them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I appreciate you've got to have them in in moments because you've got to understand what the, the fans' point of view yeah. point of view is, and I get that. But I wouldn't want a documentary just based on us. You know what but I mean? Think like if, I, I wouldn't want that person. I think if the, the one that we had in the <laughs> championships <laughs> championship season, We Are the Mags, that one. Yeah. That was all from a fan's point of view. Yeah, yeah it was. And I, it was excellent. Yeah, I know, I know. But I just think I think what I'm trying to say is because I've watched oh I'm holding this wire. Because I've um <laughs> because I've watched it all or nothing, so like I've seen them. I I'll absolutely love to understand what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, Christ, wh- how much do we enjoy watching um the match cam, you know, just players yeah, yeah, walking into yeah. the stadium, man. Players are just walking in, waving, and everyone's loving them. That's all. They do, you know what I mean? Just like, players waving and going, "Vamos!" Just, that's all they're doing. <laughs> Morning, and everyone's like, "That's the best." You know what I mean? Because that's the and I love that type of stuff. I kind of deny that, you know. Like I remember when, um, literally, I was had a semi on just watching Gordon in that new cafe. You know, when Gordon turned up, like, we've got a new restaurant. It's got Ivy on the ceiling. I, I know, yeah, it's like. And I just love that. I, I, well, just, what, what did you think of Joe Willick singing? Um, well, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, on the Gordon one, where like he's sitting at the table, and I, I can't remember his name, I apologise. 
Yeah, like but, a welcome pack that they've yeah, got like, on the yeah, telly. Yeah, as yeah well. the laptop one. I was saying, I <laughs> want to know what's in that. I love seeing that. That's what I want to see. That's the stuff I want to see. It's not, all all not, the best behind the scenes stuff yes, that you're in. Yes. Yeah. So, and I well, let's be fair, right? It's going to have some of that in. Of course, yeah, it is. Of course, course it is. It is. Yeah. But that's what I love from a documentary. Not necessarily. Uh, well, no, I don't want to offend anyone. So, yeah, that's what I like to say. Yeah. Uh, Jules has said maybe you lads should do a show where you just go live just wave and roll the credits <laughs> do you know what I'm going to start doing every week before we go live right I'll just record these two walking up the corridor to the room <laughs> I, I'm going to carry a little boot bag in there <laughs> we'll just do that every week from now on <laughs> um, let's go through a couple of more questions here um, this one is you'll have to from... cut to a shot of wall sat in here looking at what watches waiting for best to turn up um, this one is from Dan that says highlights of the season lads uh, personal favourite for me so he's talking for himself this is me he says personal favourite uh, was Willick's goal for Chelsea and the scrap after the game I'll put my cards <laughs> on the table now one of my favourite moments was Isaac's run down the left hand side oh wow okay. I, I think at that point I thought Jesus Christ he is good yeah. like yeah. really good yeah yeah, he'd done it down the right hand side a few weeks earlier, hadn't he? Mm. When he came on it in the cup game, wasn't it? I think at that moment I just thought, Jesus, we we do have a player on our hands here. Like uh, for me, um, in well, in terms of in terms of a moment, I'll say a trip free kick against Man City. In that moment, when three went up, what what a free kick that was as well. And I remember the atmosphere was just, and I just felt in that game I came away and it didn't end the way that we expected because we were three one up and we threw it away in a way but we had went toe to toe with the best mm. as the best that they can offer that the game can offer you Man City Haaland was playing and all the rest of it controlled a lot of it and we we gave them a real good run like and we were three one up at one point and I thought that was for me was just an unbelievable moment when we were three one up in that moment Trippier just scored oh, that's like it doesn't get much better than this Mark I think I might know yours Spurs game. That would be because the be noise was coming out of you in that <laughs> first ten minutes. That <laughs> 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 was like, just that was just between me and you. <laughs> like every every thirty Marvin, seconds, he's like, you know, my mom's getting electrocuted. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. That's that's yeah. that's up there. Like things like that just don't, don't happen up. in football. We were five and up in twenty-two oh, minutes. Was it? Insane, you know. It's insane. mental, absolutely insane. mental to to do it, and then I kept thinking that in the Leicester game, you know, it goes it was nil nil for so long. Well, oh, fine, up by now. You know, I kept thinking like, <laughs> how did we score five goals right. and we're taking four days? You have to yeah. try and break these down. Football, and you wouldn't man. have been shocked about to go another five before I, I know. Yeah. Even from that game, that the Pope save right at the end—that's one of the, the defining moments the of this, the save. of the of the season. <laughs> because if that goes in, you know that. That's us then, you know, potentially not qualifying for the Champions League. Would you? So would you? Would you say Spurs that, that being five 0 up in that space of time is that your moment of the season would you, for yourself? I think it. Honestly speaking, I think it's probably the full time whistle once we'd qualified for the cup final. Yeah, oh, okay. I think that's right. that. That is the right, good shot, yeah. the moment because it's it, it was just so special to, yeah, to yeah. think that we'd we'd got back there. Likewise, when we obviously when we did it, it qualified for the Champions League. That was an incredible feeling. There's, yeah. there's so so many yeah. this season I think to try and pick one. You, you just like, the cup game has to be up there. Yeah. 
we dominated that game. It, we did. Was it two 0 that game? Did it end in? Yeah, yeah. It was two 0 as well. It was Burnham and Long, Longstaff. Oh no, I apologise. No, sorry. No, it was, that was uh, before that. Sorry, yeah, yes, yeah. Longstaff scored two, didn't he? Southampton, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I'm sure Longstaff, Longstaff got, got two. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. It was Mint as well because he, he had been it. on that patch because he had just done the interview with Shearer. I think it was the week before, and Shearer was saying they just hit it. Yeah, yeah, just like stop trying to aim. Just hit it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Then obviously he comes out and and grabs a brace. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, Dan Byrne was the 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 game before that, wasn't it? Sorry. Um, that was a lovely moment as well. It was 2-1. It was lovely. The game. 2-1, yeah. yeah. Um, I know, amazing. Absolutely amazing. But I, there's been so many good moments, hasn't there? And we haven't had this type of season where normally you'd have one moment, <laughs> probably, yeah. where you should just have maybe one or two. And do you know what it is? Yeah. There'll, there'll be people coming, coming in here, but honestly, there'll be so many that yeah, we oh, forgot. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, so like, many. Like Decker was saying, of just the... Putting all those goals together from the, there's so many goals watching back, I'd completely forgotten about. 100%. Like we're scoring and how good they were and stuff like that. The two, the two opening goals against Forest, Shays from about that, 100 yards. That seems like a million years ago. A that million, first game. Yeah. It doesn't feel like this season. It's mad. I totally agree. Wilson is like, oh, well, that didn't happen this season. That was that wasn't <laughs> this season. Like it's just so long ago. As you say. The World Cup obviously stretched it, but yeah. Uh, who I would have know. thought Forest would have dragged themselves out of that <laughs> that bottom three as well? Yeah. There's I, a story. I don't know if this is a question in there. I don't want to spoil because I know I've got a season thing, but I'll ask it anyway. Um, what was the moment in the season where you thought <clears throat> um, top four would get it? Like, what was that moment to find? I think it might be Manu for me. Mm. Manu at home because mm. we dominated them. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. I can remember sitting here and looking at our fixtures and how many points we needed and oh, saying yeah, to you, yeah. Lord. Where we get one? Where we're going to get all these points from? Yeah. That when I was just going win that one, win that one. <laughs> <laughs> got, like, you were right. And to be fair, we, we almost did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I think it's it, just... where, where we're going to get six points from out of those teams. And I, well, think... I think it was a bit more than six points. Like, <laughs> but I think we had. I think like, we won them all. <laughs> I think we did. It was like West Ham yeah. five. He was like uh, tough West Ham. You know, five. Was just hammering everybody. <laughs> but that puts the end games where I mean West Ham. We, like we were terrible in all honesty, but we got the results. So it just. Everything was going for it, and it, that's it. Just clicked, and it, it's during that run that I started to think, "Hold on, this well, this the, might actually happen." The first time I got the feeling, the tingle, was Chelsea at home when I, and that was it. That was early mm. on because it went on national break. I'm sure because that was a we played on a Saturday night, wasn't it? And it was like half oh, five, so yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, live on Sky and all the rest of it. And we won that game, and it was only one. It was a tight game as well. And I thought, you know, is that was a huge. St- I know Chelsea, right? Obviously, aren't what. We all know what happened with Chelsea, and they weren't doing great even then. But that that result to me was a big one, and I started getting the tingles and thinking, "Four, you know, there's a chance mm. here." But then Man United at home was another was the mm-hmm. one for me where I thought, "Yeah, we we are we're going to do it." Like, well, yeah. we're good enough to do it. Um, and I think probably a lot of people might say Spurs because it was fourth against fifth, and we're absolutely obliterating them. Mm. And that's probably the moment where you think, "I was saying we've just absolutely yeah. battered the only at that time the only thought we had that was a rival at yeah. that time for that position." So. That's it. Them get them games around next with Brentford away. You know, going into that, it's yeah. a tough game. It is tough, yeah. We know what happened in there, and but we're the best, so it's good. It's fine. Do you know what? what? what surreal, season. isn't it? Absolutely Do you know what surreal. I've loved seeing this week is the champions, the champions. champions. <laughs> um, no, the um, seeing the videos back from that game at Anfield. Oh, yeah, when they were booing, when they booing yeah, the lads yeah, yeah, off the yeah, field, yeah, yeah. So, yes, got what you deserved, blah blah blah. Fuck up. They haven't taken a well, have they? Nah. Did you see one kid wants a playoff thing oh, now yeah, for the yeah. Champions League? That oh, Irish he's a one, and, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. He's saying that he wants a playoff from oh, four yeah. to seven and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> of course you do, I need a bar, mate. Um, um, out the pram. 
What I do want to, in fact, no. But we'll be mentioning likes of favorite goals as well. Okay. But everybody's going to be involved in the likes of the season uh, awards. And it's pretty going down like to a voting thing. What's your goal of the season, Mark? I've got mine. I'll go mine first. Maxis v Wolves. That's unbelievable. Oh. It is unbelievable. Like, <clears throat> it's a Miggy goal. Fulham. Fulham. Yeah. Fulham. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh... Yeah. It's probably mine as well, lad. Probably. Be you could literally choose four or five of Mickey's goals, though. I love the one against Everton, like that's just phew, unbelievable. That. Um, Will Wilson against Brentford, that was lovely. The way he curls that in the top corner as well. Isn't Isaac's Murphy's he Murphy's Raker? Oh, I oh, Murphy's shot. Murphy's Raker, that was a beaut as well. That's something there's like honestly, you could you could have five or six up there. Yeah, probably got to be that Fulham one, though, wasn't it? That like yeah. that's some goal, like that Fulham one yeah, against Fulham. I mean, obviously, because it, the, oh, it's, <laughs> you could put him in that position a hundred times again, and he not score that. Like, that, I'm that sure that goal. didn't even win goal of the month. You know? Oh, it definitely did. It must have done. I think he's he's other one. He was rivaling himself really for that oh, month. Yeah. I think but that definitely won that. Had to man. Had to. Fabian Shaw's one that got disallowed. Who was that against? Oh, um, oh, Everton was it Everton? Yeah. Away, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he scored a screamer against Forrest, first game. Yeah, it was. Um, See, so them balls he was pinging yesterday. Oh, from like basically right back every to Maxi in the fourth corner. It was constant, wasn't it? I know. Every time. Every time, yeah. Yeah, it was every time, yeah. I love Fabian, you know. I do absolutely love him. Yeah, he's had a hell of a season. So Unbelievable season. Brilliant. Um, this one is from Andrew Granger, who sends in a donation. £5 donation. Thanks, Andrew. Thank he says, cheers for the videos this season, lads. Fans this season have been amazing. Have a good summer. Can't wait for next season. We're yeah. not disappearing, mate. So, so we'll be here throughout the summer and we'll be sitting down in the next week trying to come up with more ideas of what we can do as well. You, we've got a bit you, of space to fill. Are you, are you excited for the kit coming out? Do you know what is that? I've sort of appreciate the kits more now. And I'm not sure if this is just because obviously the clubs had a bit of a turnaround. Mm-hmm. But when I kit announcements, I used to think, uh, like, not like awesome. I'm not going to buy it anyway. But I am. I'm, I'm quite excited these days to see what we'll do. Yeah. Um, uh, I always look forward to them. Like, I always want to. See what the kit is. I want. I, do, I don't want to even buy a pre-printed one because I want to physically be there when they stamp the badge on the sleeve for us. The Champions League badge. I, I just want to see it from your own eyes. Like good job. I'm always making that as well. Job, yeah. Unbelievable. Like I can't. I actually cannot wait for that moment because I'm, I'm. I'm buying it immediately. Second, I didn't care what it looks like. <laughs> didn't care. I'll get this. I didn't Did go care. for the home kit, or the away kit. All Champions League. No, all um, three. <laughs> do you want Adam Pig? Five of each. I'll probably. Um, well, definitely the home one. Um, I, I think it's going to be interesting, depending on obviously the sponsor. But we'll, we'll kind of know what it's going to be. What it's kind of still, it's kind of still don't like if it's if it's I them. I think that's done that. Like, if I it's think, them, there's yeah. a chance it'll be what I've wanted, just a black and white one. Do you know what I mean? Like a black border with that white yeah, or, or something be. like that. It might that's be. what I want. Like a McEwen's logger gives the square. Didn't put McEwen's logger in the middle. Obviously, you can if you want. Like, I wonder but, if like if you peeled it off, there would be like a gold <laughs> sponsor underneath it. <laughs> uh, but it'll be amazing. Like to, to uh, have the badge on the side. GNFC UK said, deck out with the loudspeaker and the employee's face when they put the badge on. <laughs> 100%. The megaphone in there. <laughs> How funny was that? Um, getting off the train yesterday, oh, all the, the fans, megaphone. the oh, megaphone playing the, the theme tune. There's been a couple of comments about the smelly fish. Yes, the smelly fish challenge will be happening no, throughout the summer. Absolutely that. not. I'm, I don't want to do We're it. all doing it. We're, We're not. We're agreed. I'm ill. We're all doing it. Sorry, I'm off that week. Um, we will be doing it. Um, 
content, man. It'd be fucking. Oh, what's it I'll be again? Well, fish. What's Strog, Strog, Strog No, that's a beat. Oh, yeah, it's a bull hammer. I have that. I'll turn up for that. Strog, Strog, something. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Dirty stinking fermented Ooh, we'll fish. We'll be doing the fish challenge. Um, anything that you just want to add? Yeah, hey, I was devastated having to say it up. That's about it. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like I agree. That, that was me ruining the season. Really. No, I'm joking. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was a bit disappointed. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think most people were without like because Leicester done anything, everything that they could. I know. I thought yeah. Leicester were done as well, like, but they pulled it out last year. Did Mina bite season. somebody? Did what? Did he bite somebody? Mina. He, yeah. Yeah, he was. Was uh, it a bite or a lip? Because he, he was more covered. Yeah, yeah there was a few. He does it every game. Who was it? Um, who did they play? They played the other week, and they were complaining because they, they took pictures of him with his shirt off, and he was literally covered in scratches and marks and. Nips all over him off of uh, can wish Mina? Why let Leicester win, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and they would have stayed up. <laughs> well, would, would you still get Champions League? Well, goal? we would have done it with that point, wouldn't we? So against Chelsea, just but uh, no, I'm just joking, but yeah, um, would have been a bit more tense. Like, are you happy that Luton's come up? Uh, uh, probably, uh, pro- uh, uh, <laughs> it's like watching that game I again. I probably wanted Coventry to come up, but mm. I, I wasn't particularly bothered either way. I, I think it's a wonderful story, like. It's a wonderful footballing story that from the come from the conference all the way up. And there's that one player. It would have been either way, even with Covington. Yeah, yeah and I, do, I do like listen. I, I agree with that. <clears throat> I do. Um, you think that lad who plays for Luton, who's been with them since the conference, is now every single division? Yeah. Yeah. They've the released them this week. Oh, you joke? No, <laughs> <it's okay. laughs> no. they've um, got to keep them on. We'll get him instead of Dummett just to give him the chance. <laughs> um, but I know that's an amazing story. That like, um, and listen, who knows what's going to happen in the future? But it's, it's nice, though. it's nice. And if you just go on Twitter as well, um, every other post that you'll see is Luton's entrance to the Wave fans as well. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, every other post, oh, I'm sick of saying it. Yeah. Because somebody's yeah. back on. Yeah, uh, it's just, yeah, no, it's. Happening. Well, no, they're, they're building a new it. stadium, but it'll not be. It is an absolutely terrible ground. Like, I design. It's like going to be like one. Is it like twelve hundred seats for away fans or something daft like that? It's tiny. That'll yeah. all go to corporate. They're going to have to make that as they absolute like one billion points. Because right, <laughs> they, they've got, they're probably not going away from them much. So they've got to make that a fortress and a half, haven't they? Yeah. But yeah, now nah, good luck. Good luck. Right, well, well, we'll end it there, boys. Um, thanks, everybody, for joining us this evening. Um, like the video means a lot to us. Uh, there is over 200 of you watching live, so just like the video. If you haven't done so yet, become a subscriber. It helps us out massively uh, going forward with the channel. And if you want to give an extra bit back, like you can see many of the people in all members of the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. It is just $2.99 a month to join that one, and you get extra content, early access to videos, and you will also be a part of the Telegram group. What are you laughing at there? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> you see that there? It says UK condemns Uganda. Do you think it said condoms? Condoms, yeah. Oh, so as as I what, UK condoms? What the hell is this about? Brexit. Sorry. Brexit blobs. Honestly, that's what I thought it was. We'll UK end condoms. another that one. See you later. Watch what he's doing. Ta-ra. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at Chabacasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.